0: Summer may be easy and breezy and relaxing for some, but for others, it can be routine as normal and busy and hectic and relentless with family coming into town, vacations, work not letting up, kids out of school, and so on. And I've noticed that when busyness comes into my life, it can cause me to not be so present with my family, with my people, and also it tempts me to forget to prioritize Jesus. So this may surprise you, but something mega practical that I have been doing in my life is automating and making something like a household task that I have to do all the time no matter the season so much simpler and for us that has been Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online grocery store that restricts 1000 plus harmful ingredients and only sells the best and yummiest quality because they care about you ordering on their easy app and getting things delivered to my literal doorstep in days is a huge stress reliever and it saves me time so I don't have to give up my other precious time or energy this summer this last order we received a few days ago we got the simply protein cookies and cream bars and it is literally the yummiest protein bar I've ever tried hunters even trying to steal some of them We even saved $20 on last week's order. And hey, if you're still not convinced, they have a price match guarantee. I mean, say less, right? So this summer, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truth talks and get 30% off your first order. Plus you get a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. You're listening to Truth Talks with Tara. The purpose of this podcast is to help you know, love, and live God's word. My name is Tara and I'm your host slash new best friend. Each week we'll dive into the depths of scripture together. We'll answer questions that we all have as believers, have hard but good conversations, unpack passages in the Bible, and have deep encouraging conversations with some amazing guests. My prayer is that God would use this podcast to grow your love and knowledge of His Word so that you can live for Him more. Are you ready, friend? Let's get into it. Today's episode is a special one. We have the amazing Georgia Brown, one of my sweet friends I've made online on the show today, and we're talking about the power of prayer. So this has been a highly requested topic on the podcast, and honestly, looking back, I can't believe we haven't done it yet. So I'm really excited to dive in today. What God's word says about prayer why it's important, how to do it, and maybe overcoming some of the obstacles or difficulties that we may have or preconceptions about prayer when actually God's Word says a lot about it and it's actually very simple, very powerful, and how to make it a spiritual discipline in your life. So just think of this as prayer 101 from God's Word with my friend Georgia. So thank you so much in advance for leaving a rating and review for the show. I can't tell you how much of a blessing it is to see your reviews to see where god takes the podcast again god alone just taking a few minutes to leave a star rating and review on the show helps the show reach more people for the lord and that's what we want to do right so thank you for doing that thank you for also screenshotting and sharing to your social media just getting the word out i am so touched i see them all it is such a blessing to be able to partner with you in this way okay i'm done jabbering let's get into this important conversation with my friend georgia Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. My sweet friend, Georgia Brown, the one, the only, is here on the show with us this morning, and I'm so excited. The sun is shining when I'm recording this, and it's just like, it feels right because Georgia is just a ray of sunshine to my life, and it's been so fun to be able to get to know her and be friends over the last couple years, and I'm just excited that she's on the podcast. So, Georgia, hi, friend. Thank you for being here. Girl,
1: I am so honored. I gotta tell you, like, Out of the whole Instagram world and just digital ministry, you are just – there's no one like you. And I'm just so honored that over the past few years, I've been able to – to learn from you, glean wisdom from what the Lord has been teaching you. And now you've got this amazing podcast. And the fact that I'm on here, I'm low-key fangirling. (laughs) I'm so honored, sis. Oh, you're the best. I have been so excited to get you on here and just glory to
0: God for what he's doing. It's so cool that I just, I've gotten to be able to interview so many amazing people that I've met online. And just like every time I sit down, I'm like, man, like I'm just so thankful that God can use something like this to connect us and oh, yeah. uh, just so genuinely, which is what I feel about you. So I'm the honored one. But uh, <laughs> for those who may not know you, Georgia, girl, why don't you share a little bit about who you are,
1: what you do, what you love, and all the things because they want to get to know you. And I want to get to know y'all. Well, I know this is audio, but I'm five foot two and I have red hair (laughs) and I have lots of freckles and I just graduated college. Well, I guess it'll be Almost a year, last May. Wow. And it was amazing, Tara. I loved it and it was precious. I got a degree in songwriting. And so, at heart, I'm a, a singer songwriter, but I also speak. I have my own podcast called Faith and Friends. I love Instagram and digital ministry. And I also, in recent days, have been hosting different fun events. So, I just love to get my hands dirty and just all types of ministry because I just (laughs) love to serve. And so, yeah, I just love to
0: have fun too. Oh, it's so cool. I I love getting to see everything you're involved in. Like, I mean, it's a full life. You can tell that even just from what we see on social media, but like it's all like super intentional and like it's just servant's heart. And so I'm like really encouraged by that. And I love getting to see everything you're doing, your music, just hosting different things. You have your own podcast, all the things. I've been encouraged by all of it over the years, let me tell you.
1: Girl, you're so kind. And I got to tell you, through all this too, I've learned a lot about the importance of rest and I'm still in the process of learning that, but it's is—it's just such a sweet journey and I'm glad we get to do it together. Oh, 100%. That's definitely needed. Like our
0: lives are called to be service, but like we definitely need to rest, which I still am struggling with too. And I think most of the time the Lord is like forcing me to. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, Lord, like I need to take the hint and I need to like (laughs) like be more proactive about it. (laughs) So I'm... I think we're all honestly learning with you, like no matter what is on our schedule. So uh, thank you for sharing that about yourself. Love, love every aspect. I'm so excited about today's conversation just in general, but so I don't want to prolong it too much because there's so much goodness. But before we start into our conversation, our topic today, I would love if there is something, Georgia, that you're loving, we love to ask our guests Mm -hmm. here on the show, like a favorite thing. Because I want to know what Georgia Brown is loving and making her life even sweeter, and so that we can also, you know, jump on the bandwagon. So, what do you got for us?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love this question so much. I've been thinking a lot about this, and the way that you just totally set this up, being like, "This is going to be something that enriches everybody's life." Now I'm re- like rethinking what I'm going to oh share. Gosh.
0: But I don't know. If- I don't know if you've heard like some of our guests. Like it's either like something super deep or something like super like. I don't know, just like really handy and random and they're all amazing. So like you just share whatever the heck
1: you want to share because in some way it's going to make our life more fun or more enjoyable. (laughs) Perfect. Well, I'm just going to go for it. First thing, like when it comes to food, I've been really enjoying like dates. I know that sounds so interesting, but one day I went into the pantry and I pulled these little dates out from Sprouts and I looked at my brother. I said, do I like these? And he just laughed. <laughs> and so every time I eat them, Tanner goes, do I like these? But I've been enjoying those because they're like healthy for you and have fiber, but they're kind of sweet. So that's one thing. Ooh. And then Tara, girl, this is like, <clears throat> I don't really watch a lot of TV because I don't really have time. Yeah. But girl, I found a show for you. Okay, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. I kind of need a new one. No, like this is legit the coolest show ever. It is called Escape to the Chateau. And Mm. I watch it on. Peacock. It's like a streaming okay. site. Uh-huh. And girl, the this couple from England moves to France and they buy a chateau, which is like this huge castle. And they're renovating it. And he is an ex-military guy, retired, and is an engineer. And she, her name's Angel, is a designer. So them, like being married, having these little kids, and being a tag team with their cute accents. Let me tell Aww. you, you will be obsessed. <laughs> Wait, this sounds amazing. Amazing. we actually have peacock i'm not sure
0: like how if, if like we still have the subscription honestly michael and i got it for like a month or two because we love psych and we wanted to watch the <gasps> that's psych what movie. we did oh my gosh. That's, that's literally what exactly what we did to watch psych 3 <laughs> yep it was amazing by the way uh so that could be a favorite if you guys need another one psych three well i just love psych in general me too it always makes me laugh (laughs) it's so fun it's my favorite show for sure but i'll have to go check and see if we still have it and then i definitely need to look into this because like i honestly the older i get like not that we're old but like Mm -hmm. as every year goes by like i don't know if it's because like my parents or something but like i just love any kind of show like that so that sounds amazing
1: No, I, I literally feel like we're in the same room. I'm geeking right now that you love Psych. Yeah, no, I we got Peacock to watch Psych 3, but then the subscription is over, but right. Escape to the Chateau and some of these other shows are just on there free to watch. Oh, so praise God for that. Sweet. Oh, yeah, praise God. I love that. Okay, I'm going to go
0: check. I'm going have to go watch because I need something like new because honestly like i am the person that will watch old shows over and over again like my favorites like even just to have something in the background honestly but like i need it like it would be good to like spice it up and like mix it up you know oh yeah oh yeah girl okay (laughs) that's amazing those are so fun like literally don't feel like you have to do anything crazy or like over spiritual like Anything is so it. fun, and yeah. honestly, we're in, we're invited to something new. Maybe if True. we haven't had dates or watched the show before, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, fun. This is perfect. Okay, such a fun way to set the stage, set the tone of the conversation. But y'all, you've seen the title of the episode. I have shared a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today, and that is the power of prayer, yeah. which sounds like okay. I've heard this before. I've read this before. I've I prob- probably you've read a book on it before friends about prayer but Georgia and I really felt heavy on our hearts to talk about this because this is one of the most important spiritual disciplines um but really also one of the most important things that we talk about in the Bible and yeah. although it's really important Georgia like I know that we've talked about this before too is that oftentimes we struggle with it the most even though it's one of the things that God talks about a lot and that the Bible talks about a yeah. lot and so since there's that disconnect sometimes where we struggle with it, let's just really dive deep into it. So briefly, if you'd want, I mean, share with us a little bit about your experience with prayer over your lifetime. Like I know that I've struggled with it. I still struggle with it. Has prayer always been easy or enjoyable, like air quotes for you, or has there been some tough
1: times? Girl, it has been a journey. I grew up I was, a I grew up Lutheran, that denomination. And, you know, we, we did the Lord's prayer every week at the dinner table. It wasn't this relational conversation with God. It was more like, you know, God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our food. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I viewed prayer was this ritualistic, just, you know, we got to say these things and honor our father. Yes. Right. Honor right. God in heaven. But it wasn't a relationship. Mm. And so I just kind of, you know, I would talk to God. I knew who he was. But Jesus, I don't think I really knew who he was until my late teens. And man, really what changed everything was college, Tara. I came here and it was sweet, but there were some very hard moments. Yeah, I would pray and pray, but I think I didn't understand the, the depth in the the communion, the intimacy that came along with prayer until one day I was in my apartment. I had two other roommates and my one roommate just disclosed to me that she was at a party and a guy took advantage of her. Hmm. And I literally broke. I First of all, my nature is to just carry everybody's stuff anyways, right. like that little savior complex. You know, us women, we we want to fix, we want to yeah, help, we want to yeah. nurture. And it's so sweet because God made us that way, right? But we have to keep first things first, keep the Lord on the top shelf. And so in that moment, I had just recently watched the movie War Room. And at my little apartment, they I had a walk-in closet and... So after she disclosed that to me and I just prayed over her and I just got to this point where I was like, Lord, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to do, but you do. I just went into that closet and I sat down and I wrote out a prayer over my friend, my roommate, and I stuck it on the wall and I just poured my whole heart out and just stuck it on the wall and I left it there. And I think something just about intentionally taking time to pray over someone else, even when they may not even know that I did that, Mm -hmm. leave it on the wall as a physical representation of, hey, I am laying this down before the Father, that changed everything. And so ever since then, that was about three years ago, I've been on this journey of just praying for everybody that I love in my life, people that are close, near, far, situations and circumstances. And now it's this sweet communion with Jesus every morning of setting the foundation in prayer, drenching my day in communication. Because all prayer is, is a conversation. It's our hotline to heaven, Tara. So I love it. (laughs) That's a little bit of my journey. Uh,
0: That's so cool to hear. And why I'm so excited friends to have Georgia on this conversation today in particular, although she's just such a wealth of knowledge um, when it comes to just these things, but is that she has like, she, she was sharing that she literally put it on a wall in this closet, but she has her own prayer closet. And like, we're not saying that you need to go out and do that, but I just, I love getting to see her journey and how passionate she is about prayer. And Georgia, it's so cool to hear that, you know, you, where you came from and where the Lord is really taking you and where he's continuing to take you in this journey of prayer, because it's not something that we'll ever arrive at. Right. I mean, we can't have these perfect things, but that he's really just maybe changing your mindset on prayer, which is what I really hope that maybe we all can do in this conversation today. But man, thanks for sharing that super vulnerable moment. I can relate in a lot of ways of just like growing up in any kind of church setting, whatever denomination that would be and just being Kind of thinking it was legalistic, and that it was this to do list, or maybe your family only did it when you sat down before dinner, or something like that. And so we get this, we get this perception of prayer in our minds when actually God's word has something, something more, more things to say about it. Yeah. Um, so Georgia, why don't we just? dive in a little bit. Have there been verses or passages? Because man, we know that God's word is the definition. God's word is the foundation. When we have a question about these things, yeah, we go to the word. And I think that's so cool. And so we're going to do that. So what does God's word say that prayer is? Like what it is, how to do it, why we should do it? Because I honestly think the why is probably the most important thing.
1: Mm, Yes. I. Yeah. Why should be really the foundation is why are we doing what we're doing? And everything points back to the life of Jesus Christ because it was God made flesh, Mm. fully human, fully man. And even Jesus himself said to the disciples in John 4, he said, I only do what I see my father do. That's good. And so, man, he is our perfect example. And no, we aren't perfect. But man, with him, this journey is sanctified each and every day, looking at his life as we look through the Gospels of how did he live? How did he handle conflict? How did he handle people's needs? Did he turn them away? Or did he say, why don't you give them something to eat? Mm -hmm, Just looking at all these things, it's quite beautiful. And even watching the show, The Chosen, helps me to visualize what, jesus you know saying these words would be like but when it comes to this why of prayer tara i learned this recently and it kind of blew my mind to my knowledge of what i can find the only thing that the disciples asked jesus to teach them was how to pray wow isn't that cool
0: wow
1: yeah like That's that's amazing yeah, like not how to raise the dead or, you know, cast out demons or whatever. It was, I want what you have. Hmm. And what was it that Jesus had? What did the disciples see when Jesus prayed that made them go, out of all the things we've seen you do, out of all these miracles, literally you raise the dead. I, I want that. And I think what I've seen through just my own personal relationship with the Lord and through the scripture is, they wanted intimacy, they wanted friendship,
0: right, connection.
1: Right. And so I think we over-spiritualize prayer sometimes when really the Lord just wants to be with us. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at why, you know, after the disciples asked Jesus this, if we look at Matthew 6, 9 through 13, we see the Lord's prayer. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he says, pray like this. And I re- I read this out loud with my family every week at church from the time I could stand on a church pew when I was little. You know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us as our of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Mm. Amen. So it's imprinted on my heart, like the back mm-hmm. of my hand. Yeah. But I think what I would love for us to just sit on for a minute is the heart posture of prayer. Right. Right. Because that is everything. And the first thing right out of the gate, that Jesus says is our father. Wow. That's so, so good. I I, I
0: love the challenge of just sitting on that <laughs> and just contemplating about why we do it in our heart posture. Because man, if we're doing it out of a legalistic mindset, it's not the way God or Jesus wanted us to to do it, um, and I think it's easy for us as human beings that even though even though we're Christians, we wrestle with that old flesh, and so it's easy for us to take something so pure and make it more of a routine. Which in some senses, we have to have these spiritual disciplines. They're so important. But to make something like this a routine is not what Jesus wanted. I love, I love too how you shared that we just live our lives modeled off of Jesus's life because Mm -hmm. you can go through the gospels and you can't read very far without coming to a spot where Jesus gets away and he gets with his father and he is intimate with his father in prayer. He's quiet with him. He makes it a priority. Like sometimes he has to like go out on a boat and like get away from crowds, mm-hmm. but he does that because he wants to be with his father in prayer. And we have some of the prayers recorded. A lot of the prayers recorded in the gospels, but I'm sure there are so many that weren't recorded by the disciples, by the right. authors of the gospels. Mm-hmm. And you wonder like, how was Jesus's prayers? Were they just like, Lord, just like so real and so honest. I mean, they sound beautiful when we read them in the Bible, but we know that Jesus Jesus had this heart posture that was pure, that recognized that, like you said, that he knew that God was his father, first and foremost, so he honored God, but then he asked God for things, he made requests, but he also thanked him, yes. he gave him glory, and so I think that's really important. I love, love, love how you shared the whole passage, even, if you guys need to go back, rewind that, a minute, a couple minutes ago, and just let that passage, just as Georgia says it, just sink over you, yeah. because you know, and we're not saying you have to do the whole Lord's prayer every single time you pray, but it gives us a really cool model, right? For how yes. we should pray.
1: Yes, girl. And, and I think that's what Jesus was really getting at because as I grew up, that's what we prayed, you know, and I think that's beautiful too. I'm so grateful for my foundation because yeah. now I can quote it like, you know, and I know it like it's in me. I don't just read it. It's, it's mine, you know, but I think this was just the model to say, Hey, Come to him as your father. That is your father. Yes, he's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. You know, he's healer. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's all these things. But I want you to know that that is your father. And so I don't know what kind of relationship y'all have with your dad. But I want you to know that God is your father and if you need your heart softened towards that, I totally recommend just reading through the scriptures and seeing the loving kindnesses that he wants to shower you in. Hmm. Because everything that he has to say about us is so nice. Like Tara, the more I read my Bible, I'm like, dang, he's, he's so nice to me. Right. He's too good. He's too good. <laughs> Literally. And then after you acknowledge that God is your father, it says, hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. Mm-hmm. And when I pray, I, there, somewhere in the Psalms, girl, I can't quote it, but it says, I enter your gates with praise and thanksgiving. And usually when I, when I come to the Lord in prayer, I, I say that because it's so true. Like I'm so joyful to be able to posture myself. If I just take a moment to let everything else fall to the wayside yeah, yeah. and say, Lord God, father, I need you. I enter your pr- gates with praise and, thanksgiving and Thank you for waking me up this morning. Mm. And then honestly, Tara, it doesn't have to be this huge perfect thing. I lay it all out there. I'm like, Lord, (laughs) this is what I'm doing today. Like Tara and I are hopping on a podcast. I just plead the blood of Jesus over it and just protect our time and thank you. And I I gotta go to a a couple towns (laughs) over today. And I'm like, Lord, protect my car as we drive. Yeah. Just let your prayers go before you because the Lord walks beside you and is before you. And so let your prayers cover your steps of where you're headed and pray for your family and your friends. And yeah, yeah, I just, I have so much I could say. Oh no, it's so good and i I love all of
0: that because it covers all the bases. I think you know we think prayer is this laundry list of things that we ask for, which is so true we the Lord wants us to come with our requests. there's so many passages that tell us that we come to the we should come to the Lord all the time with requests and things yeah. that we want from him. but just to remember that if we come with thanksgiving first, like if we come with a thankful heart if we come with a humble heart, I think mm-hmm. thankfulness and humbleness or humility are so key in coming with prayer because if we come to the Lord with this entitled heart, right, mm. which is the opposite of a humble heart, right. opposite of a thankful heart, then we're not actually understanding what, it, you know, what it's all about, right? And really when we good. keep it central that the Lord is hallowed, that the Lord is holy, we're like, okay, like it just puts things in perspective, you know? And yeah. Something else that I have just really learned with prayer over the years too is that man that passage or that part in the Lord's prayer that says your will be done. <laughs> your kingdom come, your will be done. That is one of the most important things that I try to pray. And I say it even if I don't want it to happen, right? You guys like sometimes we don't want God's will to be done because we want our will to be done. Yeah. Sometimes we pray for things and God wants us to hear maybe specific things. Like, so for me, it's like, Lord, I want a really easy uh, labor and delivery for my baby. (laughs) Like I want it to be super smooth. But then I also have to recognize, okay, God's will be done. Um, And that might not look like the same way that I prayed. It might not be the same desires that I have. But if we just ask the Lord for things, but also keep it it, with this open hand posture, these palms up saying, Lord, I'm asking you for these things, but I also want you to shape my desires. I want you to shape my expectations for them to be in line with your will, I think is huge. So it's kind of this funny nuanced thing where we can ask the Lord for things, but we need to be really, really open for his will to be done because whether we pray for his will to be done, his will is going to be done. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, really. sometimes I'm like, oh, if I ask for the Lord's will to be done, it's going to be done. No, the Lord's will is going to be done no matter what I do. And so I just want to be prepared for when the Lord's will does come, if it doesn't look like my plans, that I would be surrendered and I would be still trusting, you know? I think that is my biggest challenge when it comes to prayer.
1: <laughs> no, girl, I'm literally right there with you. I think I just want to be soft clay in the potter's hands Yeah, to where, you know – yeah, I literally this morning prayed that's pretty much the same thing. There's a situation that it just in my life and I'm like, "Lord, I believe you're going to do it. I just know it. This is what you've told me. This is what you've promised me." And then I said, "But <laughs> just like the Hebrew boys, but even if not, yeah. you are still good. You are still mm-hmm. God. And even Jesus himself in the garden, you know, when he, the night before he was literally like going to go to that cross that night, Jesus said, father, not my will, but yours be done. Mm -hmm. And so, man, I just think it's so beautiful. And in that, that surrendered heart posture, my goodness, the Lord can do so much with that. He can trust us more. He can just make us more like him just soft clay, palms up, like you said. That is just so beautiful, sister. Mm, No, I love
0: that. And I am so thankful that we have this reminder because, man, like we, we need that. And I'm so thankful that God has given us a way to be able to pray. Like there's so much freedom in it, but like he's also like, here, here's, here's the way to keep your heart pure. I think that's what the Lord's prayer, this particular passage helps me at least. Cause again, like I'm, when I'm sitting down and pray, like, like Georgia, I'm not sitting down all the time and like literally word for word, citing the Lord's prayer, but whenever I need like a heart posture check and be like, am I praying from a pure place? Am I praying from a place that mm-hmm. honors the Lord? Like that's where I go. And I think that's what I needed to be reminded of today, <laughs> even yeah. in this conversation. So it's so good. Um, I was also thinking about this, man, this, this, This is the biggest question, I think, when it comes to prayer. Um, I know a lot of us have struggled with this. Like, we know we should pray, right? As a Christian, like the Lord says we should. Your favorite Instagram influencer tells you you should pray. (laughs) Whatever. Like, you hear it, you know it, right? but we feel that it's too hard so it doesn't happen or it doesn't feel deep enough or meaningful enough or I don't have room for a prayer closet or all yeah. these things. And so there's these barriers. And so are there any barriers in your life and your walk with the Lord um, when it comes to prayer, things that have kind of been a challenge for you, but like how maybe the Lord helps you overcome those barriers and really um, find deep and meaningful
1: time in prayer? That's so Good sis. Okay. Yes. 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 Oh my word. First I got to say before I forget when it comes to people being like, Oh, well, what is God's will? I just want to tuck this in here. Yeah. When you open up God's word, you will see that his will is right there. His will is life. Mm. His will is that you will live in abundance. His will is that you will be healed. His will is that you would walk free from shame and from your sin. And so, yeah, if you have any questions about that, go into God's word because man, he just, he loves you so, so much. And and I think when it comes to distractions and things that hinder me from him, it just, it goes back to distractions. And I think that's why I started the prayer closet. And so it may not be a closet. It may not be, you know, a journal you may not like journaling you know Mm -hmm. like I do that's totally fine that's it's because it's a relationship with Jesus it's between you and him not you your mama and him or you even your husband like you and Jesus before anything else he is your first and you are his beloved and so for me that's why I had to start a little closet So then I would not be distracted by, you know, even watching the cars go by outside. Yeah, yeah. And so even if it's a chair in your room, Tara, where's your special spot that you like to be with the Lord? Oh, gosh. You know, there's a couple
0: spots. My first one is in my office here where I actually am because it's my dedicated space. It doesn't have – well, it has distractions and and things like every room does. But I just love looking out at my window. I love sitting here. It's quiet. It's probably the most quiet room of the house. Or I love sitting in my car whether that's like if I'm not going anywhere or when I'm driving. Because yeah. th- those are just kind of my spots that I go to. And I don't know. I mean, again, those both have a <laughs> distraction in them, but it just seems to be kind of like my spots, you know? Yeah. Or, okay, another one I'm thinking of is like when I'm doing the dishes or when I'm doing the laundry. Like, mm-hmm. and I think for me, like, there's gonna be distractions un- unless you have, I mean, even in a prayer closet, Georgia, I'm sure there's some distraction too. Yeah, and so, for I sure. mean. No matter what space you curate, I think it's really cool to be able to find those spots in your life that are just things that you do – about your day regularly and you just saturate that with prayer because that's something else we're going to talk about. I kind of skipping ahead, but those are my spots. (laughs) Yes.
1: No, sis, you're right. And here's the thing. I think it's the heart posture of not being distracted too. Right. Because I, I love that you're sitting at your office. I see your Instagram story, so I'm picturing it now. and I just I love that, you know, and it's beautiful to look out the window. It's beautiful to drive. It's beautiful to unload the dishwasher. I think for me too, you're right. Like it's a, just about a, a heart posture yeah. and not being distracted. And right. I love that you said the dishwasher because it made me think of, <laughs> of of the Lord actually because literally like, man, I have just been in this season of praying for my husband and it's yeah. been so sweet and so fun. Yeah. At first, you know, it was kind of discouraging because it's like, is there really like a human out there? Like, that's crazy. And I know you and your man have the most beautiful story Mm. and I just love y'all. But (laughs) I was unloading the dishwasher. My gosh, girl, I was just praying over this man. Mm. I was drying everything off. And I was like, thank you Lord for our clear communication. And I thank you that his eyes are healthy and that his whole body is healthy. Like Matthew six says, I thank you that he is quick to listen and slow to speak just as it says in James. And so really if people don't know what to pray, pray scripture. And also like Tara said, literally just invite Jesus into every part of your day. I listen to sermons in the car or I pray out loud. Like Mm -hmm. he, he just has become my everything and nothing else is as important as him. Mm -hmm. Even no TV show compares, you know what I'm saying? No, that's so
0: good. I love that. And I think the biggest barriers, like we've kind of alluded to, is distraction. It is a busy schedule. It is all these things. And we're not saying, we're not claiming, I'm not claiming to know what your daily schedule looks like, whether you're a mom, you have millions of kids, whether you're working a nine to five, whether you work from home. I don't like, I'm not claiming to know what your life and your schedule is, but I can bet you and I can tell you and I can challenge you that you have moments where you can talk to the Lord in your day. And we're not saying sit down for 10 minutes straight, close your eyes, fold your hands, get on your knees and pray. Like that's not really what it's about. Like, I mean, if you can great, but it's like prayer is this constant open communication with the Lord. It's like, it's like never hanging up the phone with him, like getting up in the morning. Oh, and I love he, that. Like, I don't know. That's what my, I don't know if it was my dad or someone just said like, it's like getting on the phone every morning with the Lord, waking up, hitting call. I'm mean, not like you necessarily have to cause he's always there, but just think about this right. mental picture of, you know, you type in, in God's number on your phone. In the morning, the first thing you wake up and you say, hey, good morning, God. I love you. I'm going to follow you today. I'm going to strive to do my best. Help me mm. to walk with you. And then you get up, go about your day, go to work, you know, get your workout on. And then while uh, well, you're making your breakfast, be like, Lord, I have a lot of stuff on my plate today. I'm really overwhelmed. I have this project or my kids are crazy or I'm not feeling good. Lord, help me. And then you mm-hmm. go about your day. What's the next thing? I mean, dinner, uh, spending time with your friends, driving in the car, like – There's so many moments that we miss when we can just, and just keep that open communication with the Lord. Like don't shut off that call. Don't end the call. Keep the call open because he's already there. And so he's waiting for you just to keep that um, conversation continuing out through the day. And I think that helps me. When I think that my busy schedule is a barrier, that mm. I'm too busy today. I got all these things to do. I have this to host and this to plan and this to record and all these things. I'm like, I don't have time, but I'm like, I have pockets of my day. And to saturate that, my, like my day with that is, is so helpful. And so if that's a barrier for you, I think that's what I would encourage you. And it's helped me a lot just like kind of rewire my brain, you know? Yeah.
1: Girl. I literally love that, and then <laughs> at night when you're like laying in bed about to go to bed, you're just like, "Okay, good night. I love you, Lord. Protect me as I sleep. All yeah. my dreams are Holy Spirit inspired. Amen." And then you wake up, and you get to do it all over again. Yeah. I love that picture. I'm yeah. gonna remember that forever.
0: Oh, I mean, it's like stick. It's like stuck with me again. I'm. I think it was someone close to me in my life that just really like. Like, I don't know, like ingrained that in my mind, but I love that. And like you said too, George, I just want to hit on this real quick is that like, man, if you don't know what to pray, you pray God's word. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't know the words, you pray his truth. You pray Psalms. Oh, go to a Psalm, man. Mm -hmm. Those are prayers. Those are David's songs of praise, um, but not just praise, songs of sadness, songs of mourning, songs of grieving, songs of confusion, songs when he was like literally unsure of what to do. Mm-hmm. All these songs were prayers. And so just to pray those words over your life, I think is so important. And don't let the fear, another barrier, don't let this idea of not having the right words stop you from praying because that's something that the enemy will use. Be like, Yo, oh, you have yeah. good to say, man. And and that that can be tough.
1: Yeah, no, for real. And so let all that go out the window, just even to like, if, if you got to sit for a minute, because even this morning I had to do this, I'm like, God, I'm kind of feeling a little funky. I'm like, what is this? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, can you just like reveal to my heart? Because, you know, in the Psalms it says, search me and know me. And I literally said that. I was like, Lord, search me and know me. Like, if I need to be corrected or rebuked or you need to like tell me something, like, I just feel like, oh, I just came off a fast. So I feel like I'm a little like so close to him because I've been away from food. <laughs> and <laughs> and so he he settled my heart but it was one of those things allow yourself to just sit at a heart posture of humility and be like I'm very distracted right now like Lord, I need your peace. Give me peace that surpasses my understanding. Or I need joy because the Lord is closer than our next breath. And we have access to this phone call, like Tara's saying. So why aren't we just picking up the phone? Don't let the enemy try to confuse you because that's from the enemy. Our God is a God of clarity or try to bring you fear. That's not from God because God did not give you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind Mm -hmm. and all of these things. So everything comes back to Scripture and he'll tell you what you are and what you're not and so that's why we have to stay in communication with him because like a best friend tara and i are going to continue to get to know each other as we hang out like i didn't know homegirl liked psych and i've seen every episode a few times
0: (laughs) yes yeah same same or or like eight i don't know it's kind of embarrassing i
1: know same
0: Oh my gosh. No, that's amazing. I I love every aspect of that. And I think it's refreshing to speak about the barriers, to speak about the tough things, because it sometimes feels like you're all alone in it. And that like, you know, that maybe Georgia doesn't struggle with this or Tara doesn't struggle with this or your family doesn't struggle with this. No, like it's a daily thing. Yeah. But To be aware of those things that you can overcome it and have those practical tips are just so, so key. So man, I, I am soaking it up personally. I'm like, okay, how can I apply this to my life? But Man, as we kind of conclude this, we could go on and on for hours and hours, but I (laughs) have loved just – I don't know, just getting into the nitty-gritty of it right now, but Georgia. So for the girl to the friend who's listening that really wants to cultivate a prayer lifestyle like we've been talking about, like not just a prayer – Moment, not just like once at dinner, if she wants to let prayer saturate her entire life and wants to have this the right posture, you know, for prayer, would you have any practical tips or encouragements that you would give her as we close?
1: Mm, Absolutely. Hello, sister. (laughs) Man, I'm just thinking about myself and if you and I were at coffee, what I would tell you. But honestly, it's so simple, but it can be so hard. Let him in. Because I know there's been things in my life that I don't want to share with him, even right. though he already knows. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like the kid that is getting the box of crayons out and marking on the wall, and dad's in the other room. Dad comes in and sees it. <laughs> and little sweet one is hiding from him because he's afraid of what the father may say. Mm. But let me tell you, your father in heaven loves you. And some phrase that I say all the time is you're forgiven and loved. Like, praise yep. God for the cross and repentance and all these things. But you're yep. not too far gone. You're not a bother. You're not a burden. What is hindering you is not too small, is not too big for him to carry. Mm-hmm. And he sees what's going on in your family. He sees your hurt, your your misplaced identity, your struggles. He sees your heart that is longing for that baby, that marriage, that Resolved conflict in your marriage or even within your parents. He sees you in that high school. He sees you at college trying to figure out everything. He sees you right where you are. And so it's one of the hardest things to do, but it's the most freeing and where the Spirit of the Lord is, y'all. There is liberty and freedom. And He Wants to go through these days with you. Yeah. He wants nothing more than to just dwell with you in the pleasure of your company, and he wants you to find pleasure in his company. Mm, that's good. It's like a phone call, but it's also like a little waltz. Let him lead this dance, and that's what prayer can be too. It's a conversation. It's a dance. It's a lifestyle. It doesn't have to be. Uh, I'm gonna pick it up when I, I'm at the dinner table or right before bed or before a test. So, yeah, just let him in, sister. That's what I would tell you. Wow. I love it. I'm soaking in
0: every word. It was beautifully said, and I think it just put my heart even just at ease when it comes to this because it can seem like this insurmountable thing. But, man, like you said, he wants To go through our days with us and he wants us to find pleasure and joy in our days with him through constant communication, keeping that line open. And how are we going to do that if if we don't, (laughs) if we don't press into him and sister, as we close, like I would just tell you like what a joy it is to have a father who's so personal Mm -hmm. and wants to talk to us and wants us to talk to him. Yeah. because man no other religion you know quote unquote religion nothing else will will give you what you're looking for in that department and god could have very very much left us alone and said i'm not going to be a part of what you get. I'm going to be this thing that hovers in the clouds. I'm going to be very distant and ominous, but he's like, I, I came to pitch my tent, which is that that's what it means in the old Testament. When God came to dwell, it's this picture of God pitching his tent and living among his people. And so he wants to do that with us. And then he says, if you want to do that with me, you get in prayer, you get in the word, right? Like simple, but it's powerful. So man, Georgia, thank you. Thank you for that. I am I love your passion for prayer and your passion just for Jesus in general. It's just, it is so calming, but so like, it like lights a fire in me. And I know it has for so many people here. So as we close, I would just love if you could share where people could find you online, your podcast, your music, all the things that they can keep up with you because I know they're going to want to.
1: Oh, absolutely, sister. And I just, I've loved this conversation. And you actually sparked a thought, and I'll leave it as a challenge to all of our sweet friends listening. You said, what, like, keep that line open. And then my mind just went to this question of, well, is there anything in your life keeping you from that line? Is it? Too much Instagram or, like, too many Hallmark movies for me. Yeah. Or, you know, scrolling aimlessly or just hanging out with friends a little too much. Like, what is a boundary maybe that needs to happen? So, that's just a challenge to all you sweet sisters listening of, like, is there something maybe I should, you know, take take to heart, you know? Ah. So, anyways, there's my that's good. two cents on that. That's <laughs> just the big sister in me that's like, maybe we should iron sharpens iron. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> When it comes to social media, I am hanging out on Instagram at IamGeorgiaBrown. Georgia Brown. And then if you want to hang out with me sometime, I'm over at Faith and Friends, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And then music, you can it's just under my name, Georgia Brown, and my latest song is called Snow. It's a great winter tune. But Tara, I'm so excited because I'm working on a full album that should oh be gosh. out around May. That's amazing. Okay, that's going to come up before we
0: even know it. I know. Okay, you guys, pause. you better subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts and music because she has stuff coming. Like, this is news to me, and I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, I'll have everything linked below because it's just way easier. You guys go follow her. Be a part of what God's doing. Oh, man. Georgia, I love you. This just encouraged Hello. me so much. And I love you. I just want to thank you for your time. I know you're a busy girl, but, man, you serve serve, 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 and let you do it for the Lord. And I'm thankful that you would do it here on the show. So, you know, from all of us to you, thank you for being here. We love you and love this conversation. Thank you. Love y'all. Bye.